0: daily bonuses. That should brighten your day low. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com That's ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The following podcast is a W2M Network
1: original production. Visit w 2 mnetcom for all of our other great podcasts plus news, reviews, articles and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football and entertainment. One time is-
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the undisputed era has arrived.
2: You have the 25 days of Christmas. Impact's going to have the 25 days of releases.
0: I send it you, to Deletion! Yeah!
2: It's uh,
3: it's hashtag Alpha versus Omega. Let's just say hashtag aroused.
0: (laughs) No, you're going to step in that ring, and you're going to be looking at me eye to eye. And you're going to realize you ain't got a chance.
2: Thank God we don't have to talk about it anymore because she got that cancer out of there.
3: Sean stole my answer. I'm just glad we don't have to talk about this
0: anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not an insult. That is just a fact of life. We are here in Chicago where I became WWE champion. And how fitting is it that I advance in the tournament for the United States championship? I am the man that bought class, dignity, and diversity to the WWE championship. And I'm gonna do the same to the United States champion. What better representative of the United States than the modern day Maharaja. Imagine the 1.3 billion people of the great nation of India with an additional 325 million. Oh, that sounds oh, great. I already feel that like the United States champion. let's go. Let's go show victory.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, wrestling
2: to the mat!
1: And your hosts, Gary Vaughn, Sean Garmer, and Paul Leeser. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Wrestling to the Max again. This is episode 279, part 2, and of course, we are brought to you by W2Mnet.com, the place where you go find all your great wrestling podcasts and a lot more. And hey, do us a favor. Go over to and hit subscribe, rate, and review, and go ahead and get us every week. We get a chance to hear your feedback, and trust me, we get a little bit out of it, too, with those five-star ratings you guys are at us. so please go do that now if you haven't already. And Hey, give us a Big love to 411mania.com, the last word on wrestling.com. Great supporters of ours, and trust me, great content over at both websites for you to go check out. Please go do that now. And, of course, you know, the W2M Network is also there if you want everything under the sun when it comes to W2Mnet.com. Trust me, a, a lot of great podcasts, a lot of great content. Not just wrestling. we got sports, we got entertainment, and also video games. So go check all that out now. I of course am your host, Gary Vaughn, and along with me tonight is the original Star Boy, Sean Garmer.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, uh, that's a good comparison. You know, that man is cannot stop making hits, so I'm not really? gonna complain about that at all.
1: Yeah, and and also, you know, talking about originals, here's the guy the with the man with the plan, Mr. Paul Ezer. Hey yo. Hey guys. Wow. I can't believe this is our last episode for the year of 2017. Um, and of course, you know, we are not going to be doing our year stuff tonight. We're going to do our awards this coming Monday. So it'll be 2018. But hey, that's it's fitting. It's New Year's Day, uh, technically, when we do that show. So we'll be covering all of our awards. We'll be doing a lot of other great stuff, talking some Ring of Honor, like always, and just really getting into some cool stuff and conversations. So I'll be looking forward to that to Monday's show. But tonight, get what we have for everybody is a great show we've got some important news topics to jump into in quick hits and we are going to do our new year's resolutions for this year everything we want to happen in the world of wrestling we're going to get into so each of us got three we're going to throw them at you guys and gals and see what you think about what we've got planned what we want to see in 2018 but boy it's been a crazy year. it uh, been, been a lot of fun. Uh, we've had some great episodes here, guys. And the one thing, Sean, and I'll say this, you know, thinking about 2017 at Wrestling on the Max and everything we do, we, we've, of course, had a lot of changes. The website has really evolved and, and kind of, you know, done uh, many different variations of this show. It's been kind of funny because we've actually, all of us have had to kind of take a night off here or there. When this show originated, we, me and Sean, I know for sure, we would like, die before we missed an episode and now it's like hey i need a night off okay cool so (laughs) it's just weird sean how we've kind of evolved over time
2: well we're a lot more busy now you know so i mean when both of us have kids when we started i was only one that had anaya and then you know i i got a lot more help back then because she was a lot younger Uh, Now, you know, I have to make sure she's out of the room because she'll come and be like, hi, daddy, and then start playing (laughs) with the dog and decide that, you know, we're going to be in here for 10 minutes. And, you know, then I'd have to either be on mute or, you know, Paul has to press stop on the recording. So (laughs) because then you'll get the get out of the room. No, you don't tell me what to do. So you know
1: <laughs> that might be fun to have uh, in perpetuity. Yeah. I know, right? Th- these are all clips that we need to have on this show, like our interview blooper reel. You know,
2: oh, oh God, yeah, we we could probably have a blooper reel of stuff that we've either said or or dumb stuff that's happened, but uh, you know, including dogs barking or something <laughs> something of that uh, variety. But no, I, I think it's mainly a, I know with me the site keeps me uh busy where sometimes i gotta i gotta uh you know do something there or all the other podcasts you know when we started we only had one other one Mm -hmm. now like i have like five and then every time i turn around somebody's trying to make a new one so (laughs) so i'm like please (laughs) tell me i don't have to produce that because that's another hour of my day that i'm not around yeah So, like please don't yeah you know Mm-hmm. I-, I need to like start keeping a list.
1: The list of uh, Sean. Oh, there you go. I like yeah. that. Keep a the list.
2: The list of how many dang podcasts are on this <laughs> network. I mean, I appreciate it, but it's like, can everybody just record their own show? It'd be yeah. nice.
1: Yeah.
3: Basically, <laughs> we like- need more producers.
1: <laughs> yes. We are hiring. By the way, no pay, but we're hiring. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I mean, you know, you're, like, you're right, Sean, we're all busier and things have gotten crazy. I just it was kind of funny. I was thinking about that today. I said, I, I remember the days when all three of us would try to do every single show. And, you know, it was it was a task because you'd hear like, hey, your grandpa's funeral's tomorrow. I just like, can't make it. Got wrestling to the max. So, uh, you know. I'm actually far fetched oh, on that, but <laughs> I don't believe was...
3: anybody's missed a funeral because of the show yet. People <laughs> listening, by the way, we're not that bad.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. You're right.
2: Technically, the funeral happened during the day. I mean, we'd be doing it at like 11 o'clock at night, so yeah. it's totally yeah. okay at that point.
1: Yeah, we we've worked our. Hey, man, we've done this show so late at night. Actually, when the wee early hours of the morning, just so we could do life. So, mm. um, but you now it, it this is great. Twenty seventeen has been really fun and, and and really exciting because, like Sean said, the website's got a lot of things going. We've got a lot of things going just for this podcast alone, not along uh, side of all the re- review shows uh, that we've done, and along. And, and those lines of how great the show has grown with that stuff. So
2: what we know we've had a lot. I think that's the thing I appreciate the most is that we don't do them actually live anymore (laughs) because that used to be a pain. Yeah. Like if something happened, you're literally on air going, okay, what do I do now? (laughs) Like how long is Skype going to be an asshole and not let us, continue the show mm-hmm. how long is gary gonna have to stall talking about nonsense for yeah <laughs> 10 minutes
0: hey, well, that's that. best
2: one, so i'd come back on and gary's talking about some dumb thing i'm like what is going on <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what i'm good for talking
2: yeah
1: out my butt you know <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. No, it's been crazy. Like you're saying, you know, the live shows were fun because it kind of taught us how to go off the cuff and really just go at just full speed, not worry about it. Just if you screw up, you screw up. Sorry, let's move on. Right. Mm-hmm. So. That, that's the good thing about being alive. But you know, like you said, Sean, the worst things are those mess ups and you just have to deal with it. So, but yeah, this has been, like I said, a, a lot of fun and really had a good year. Paul, I mean, it, looking back at this year, I mean, we've done so many different things. And uh, like I said, the review shows have been a big deal. And it, it's just been fun, though. I, I love the format of the show now and the fact that we kind of can just be ourselves. We're not formatted to 85 dangs in one show. We can kind of just enjoy ourselves to three or four subjects.
3: You know, I mean, uh, us not doing three-hour shows anymore might have been the best idea the three of us have ever had. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. uh,
3: I, I don't think that was exclusive to this year. I think we started that last year, and then this year it was mostly what you said, us not having to do six or seven different shows a week anymore because we would all try to do the reviews and then plus the main episodes, and now it's sort of broken up, and we've sort of passed SmackDown and 205 offline, so, you know, some of us could keep having longer breaks in between had instead of having a podcast three times a week for extended periods of time, so uh, less work, but I, I think the shows have gotten much better because of it, honestly. I feel like our quality has gotten better uh, as far as us conversating or us being, like you said, we're more off the cuff, we're more comfortable, we're not so just worn out all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and we got to give big thanks and love to Harry Broadhurst, Liz Poclosi, and of course, Brandon Biscoing. Uh Those three have been a lifesaver, like you said, Paul. Them doing SmackDown Live, 205 Live, that just takes a little bit of off all three of us, you mm-hmm. know, and... They are a lifesaver. We appreciate them so, so much. And you know, I, you know, like I said, I think two weeks ago, Brandon. We definitely appreciate him. He's been uh, along with us on this journey. He's just really not been an on-air guy on a regular basis. So we may be seeing more of a three-man team on SmackDown Live. We may not. It just depends what's going on. with Liz. She has some personal things she's taking care of. So what the cool thing is, though, we all have each other's back, and we have an opportunity here to to get the word out about what's going on in the world of wrestling. But You know, not killing ourselves doing it. So, you know, lots of good things coming. Uh, 2018 is going to be even better, right? And I'm really looking forward to this show growing and being even more uh, top-notch compared to what we've been doing. So, good. Uh, You know, lots of great stuff. So, Well, I, I promise everyone, we are not just going to talk about this show. We're going to actually talk wrestling. So, why don't we go ahead and start out by talking some quick hits, guys. Let's jump into that now.
0: It's time for wrestling news. Quick Hits.
3: Take it away, Gary.
1: All right. Well, we are going to start this thing off, and we are going to do it right. So we are going to get into some big news coming out. Uh, at a house show, uh, actually last night, we had Paige get injured. And it, before you think this is something serious, it's looking like it's not as serious as one's thought. But she took a pretty stiff kick to the back by Sasha Banks. And this kind of left her a, a, a little bit paralyzed in the ring. Not, not completely, but she just couldn't stand up. And that led to her getting out of the ring, and they brought a stretcher out, all all the works. But she was able to leave on her own feet, and that's the biggest positive thing. And, you know, we're getting word coming out that she is still dealing with it, but it's not as bad as once thought. So she won't be missing any time, most likely. Who knows how much she'll be doing in the ring, but this is scary, uh, especially for someone who's had neck injuries Who's had to miss, you know, what, over a year it mm-hmm. seems, uh, for a neck injury here. I mean, Paul. and this is just never fun to hear, especially for somebody who just got back. I can only imagine
3: what went through Paige's head the second she fell down and couldn't get back up again. Uh, that had to be insanely scary. Not only because you know you're you're, you know, paralyzed essentially in the middle of the ring for a short time in front of hundreds of thousands of people or in thousands of people. I shouldn't say hundreds of thousands of people, but um, you know, it's, I mean, career life, all that could be changing very quickly for you. Unfortunately, it wasn't that way. I'm absolutely certain. This is probably something that's going to keep getting attention. There's some other reports out there saying that she has scoliosis now because of her uh, continued wrestling on her neck injury before they took her off TV and everything. So that's probably something else that you should probably keep an eye on. But, I mean, this is very scary stuff. And uh, for somebody so young to be having these problems already, that's not a great sign.
2: Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to eat cereal while we're we're doing this (laughs) because I'm really hungry. But, so, yeah, the... I think the the major thing is like what Paul said. I mean, you're looking at this and you're going, man, I just came back from a neck injury. Oh, my God, am I doing... Is this one of those where I might have to retire now because they're happening so close together? Could I ever get cleared again by WWE if if this happens and it turns out to be another serious thing where she goes off the road? Does WWE start, you know, saying... Is she worth dealing with all the injury trouble? Mm-hmm. You know that it's it's a lot to to go through, and then for her, it's that's just got to be scary. It's just a genuine being injured and you can't get up thing because you know every time you take a bump, you really are this, putting yourself in some kind of danger. And to do something as just taking a kick and then all of a sudden you can't get up, that's that's even crazier. You know, it's not like oh, I just took this big old power bomb and ran on my neck or whatever, and now it hurts. It's okay. I took this kick. Mm -hmm. I fell awkwardly, and that's that's even that had to be even more like crazy. Like, what the heck happened here? You know, and I'm sure for Sasha that was probably also very scary on on her hand too. You know. Yeah,
1: anytime you have to stop a match, I mean, you know it's serious, and that's exactly what they had to do here, and I'm sure, like you say, Sean, Shawn, Sasha was probably very nervous and probably thinking to herself, oh, God, I'm the one who may have done something to really hurt her and really ruin what she's got going, and that's not something you want on your conscience, and I'm sure she didn't, you know, just sit there and think to herself, you know. Oh, well, you know, this is it'll work. I'm sure she was nervous. I'm sure she was probably backstage pacing. Uh, uh, The one thing that I will say is it's kind of scary, especially in WWE, not for the fact that, you know, Paige may feel like she can come back, but it's for the fact of all the things, Sean, you mentioned. And what we've seen with Daniel Bryan, where WWE made the decision for him. Would they ever make the decision for Paige? That, you know, well, we, we thought a lot of you, but we just think there's too many injuries there. And we don't want that on our, you know, list of people that, you know, can never work again or list of people that, you know, could seriously be injured. So we're just going to go ahead and let you go do your own thing, you know. And I, I don't want to see that happen. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm jumping I'm way out there saying that. But these are the type of things that kind of crop up on you when you have someone paralyzed in the ring. I mean, it's just it it works that way in every sport we see. I mean, when you're watching the NFL and you see guys take big hits, I mean, we saw uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Shazier um, get hurt and may never play again or could or well, they don't know what's going on completely. He's still dealing with the things he's dealing with. And sure, he's mm-hmm. one out of many hits. But, you know, that makes a lot of those guys and gals out there in the sports world look at those kind of things and think to themselves, it, what does it take, and am I the next one? And so I'm sure there's a lot of things circling this. And once again, this is just the news about Paige, but I mean, this always brings up those questions. And so I just, I, I really worry for Paige, and I hope things, you know, work out. And also
2: right? with the Women's Rumble coming up, like the worst time to mm-hmm. get injured, you know, when you're about to take a center stage in a pretty big event, and then you got, you know, Road to WrestleMania happening as well. So just, that's got to be flowing through her, too. Like, man, we're about to have this big moment for the women, and then who knows if she was in the plans for WrestleMania and all that. And like, ah, oh, right at the biggest time for WWE, something's going to happen. Like, that's also got to be, you know, popping in her head because this, mm-hmm. is, this is something that they're monitoring. Did they start changing plans or, or anything like that for her, saying, well, can we trust that? This isn't going to become a problem.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, very true, and we just saw Dean Ambrose get injured, and that changed plans for WB for sure. Right, the, the Shield can can go be together anymore. That just it's done for right now, unless they really wanted just to have Rollins and Reigns, and, and hopefully not do what paul you, you mentioned on monday the whole jason, <laughs> jason jordan, jordan joining gimmick. them oh, oh, I just oh threw up again. i just puked a little again oh god so <laughs> uh, um so i saying all that we've seen plans change there with this whole thing with absolution this doesn't just affect page this affects the whole division if it were to continue hopefully this doesn't change anything but if it if it does continue she has problems you're going to even see Sonya Deville. I mean, someone who's not really strong enough right now. And Mandy Rose, both, they could flounder away too. So let's hope that this whole thing with Paige is good. Let's hope that she just gets some rest and they can get her in that rumble. That's what matters right now. Let's get her to the rumble. So you can keep her out of the ring. It's okay. Let her rest. You know, let let the other two girls do something. So. You know, the injuries are seeming to pop up, and that's not good. We're about to hit that road to WrestleMania, and uh, we don't want to see more and more of these things take place, but we saw someone else get injured on Monday Night Raw, and that was Brian Kendrick. Uh, Hideo Itami hit the GTS and apparently fractured his uh, nasal uh, bridge uh, and also broke his orbital bone in his left eye, so now Brian Kendrick was going to be on the shelf for at least two months following this. This is a, a definitely not good for Brian Kendrick. You know, you feel bad for him. But, you know, there's a possibility that we may say the GTS leave. Uh, it could be a band move. Uh, and kind of sad for Hideo Tommy. So, what, I mean, Sean, I mean, you've seen things like this. We we saw Randy Orton lose the punt. We, we've seen uh, Seth Rollins lose one of his moves based on thoughts of injury. Um And they almost banned the Styles Clash. I mean, what do you think about this? And I mean, right now, the GTS actually did cause a serious injury.
2: Well, you know, it calls into question, like, just, hey, accidents happen, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, are you going to start banning moves every time something happens like that? We might as well ban every move because at some point, somebody's going to get injured from...
0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: You know, some move or something. I just how many times has he done that move now? Like I mean he had all the history of Noah doing it and then he's had a while where he's been doing it in the next T I just I think it's like it's just one of those things that happens. I don't think you need to overreact to the fact that that he got injured. Yeah, it's a nasty injury, and it's going to take keep him on the shelf for a little bit. And I get that the number one reaction is to "Oh my God, let's let's do something about this." But hey, you know, you know, CM Punk did it for how many years? Did he really did he injure somebody like that too? I just I just don't think it's the move. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just this stuff happens.
3: Remember when somebody would get injured by a move in wrestling and then suddenly that move became super dangerous and they started hyping it up in promos as, like, this guy is literally (laughs) breaking people's faces. And if you need a more modern example, granted, this was all accidental, but AJ Sniles, you know, accidentally breaking two people's necks with a Styles Clash in Japan suddenly made that move lethal. Like, people would gasp every time he went forward over there in New Japan. So, um... (sighs) I'm with Sean on this. It's it's a very unfortunate accident. I don't know if you need to ban it just because the move has had so much success. And I think it's an integral part to sort of just the person, character that is Hideo Atami slash Kenta. Like, it's his move. He invented it. Turn this into a positive and just, if it starts happening more frequently, maybe that's when you have a problem. Maybe Atami's doing something a little... You know, too far as far as executing it, but as far as this goes, I would call it an accident and just leave it at that. And then try to turn this to an advantage, making Hideo look super dangerous with this move and hyping it up that way feels like a great way to start getting him over some more.
2: Yeah. yeah I, I plus, think so. uh, Kendrick's a trainer and stuff, so I doubt like he would be sitting there going, "Oh, don't do that move, whatever." Maybe we we'll just call the can...
3: old people in the face. Maybe that's a good life.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you don't. But I, I just, I wonder if WWE goes. Well, this is a guy that's trained a lot of people. Like, if there's somebody that he wouldn't be getting injured for something, from, you know, from from moves like that, it'd be him. And I, you know, but again, I just think that he tends to overreact to stuff like that. Like, oh, so one person got injured. So, geez, we gotta. Let's pan let's the whole thing. And like you said, why not make this into into a whole ordeal? Mm-hmm. Like, well, why not? Oh, my God, Kent is a, you know, I, I don't know if they want to make him a, you know, a heel character or, or whatever. But just, you know, you could can, can turn it that way.
1: You're right. They could. I mean, we saw coming out of NXT, he was a heel and uh, I think it worked out for him just fine, and he still does the, you know, you got to respect me thing, so it, it kind of feels like that could be a, a possibility if they really wanted to go to, and take that route, and this is, like you guys are saying, the perfect opportunity. Look, you know, he he, he crushed the face of Brian Kendrick, and who is he going to do it to next? But I, this is just not WWE's wheelhouse at the moment. It doesn't feel like it. They don't really don't do things like they used to, and they're probably going to make a big deal about this. It's going to be controversial, political, all the, the stuff we don't want to see. Um, so, we'll see. Well the, well, the one thing that we did find out, that at 205 Live, uh, apparently, the GTS was out of question for sure. They made Hideo Itami do the rings of Saturn, which brings up another question, uh, you know, besides this, the GTS being banned, but also, does that mean that Neville's not coming back? Would that... Uh, I don't know, Paul.
3: Uh... I really hate news reporting like that it's such It's such a big assumption to assume that just because this guy did this one move that this guy suddenly isn't coming back i i don't know where neville stands I don't know how those talks are going. Clearly, something has happened because there were reports that it was going well again and then suddenly he's not back again and then in, in time, and maybe they're just waiting. who knows, but i I don't know if I'm willing to take that as solid proof. You know, I just...
2: Now in WWE, they're probably waiting for people to stop talking about it. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to bring him back because they also don't like it when people start doing the whole ping-pong back and forth and making this a big deal about, oh, is he going to show up, is he not, thing. Uh, I also think that at some point, I get it, this is news and you have to do that, but I think at some point you also need to just stop Talking about it because you're you're making yourself look bad every time that it goes back and forth as to whether or not he's coming or he's going or or whatever. But again, this is wrestling news, so what am I talking about? They don't care if they make themselves look bad or not. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that goes for any news at this point. We're getting to the point where you have to question news. Period. Sometimes, uh, you know, mm-hmm. but. This I I I hope that people aren't really going around like oh he used the rings of Saturn. Does, I wonder if Vince even remembers that Neville used the rings of Saturn. Like you know, uh, is he paying attention to that with his wondering about what what the name of his football league is going to be right now? I just I don't know. It could just be one of those where they just go hey just use this.
1: Yeah, it, it probably so. I mean, it was probably a knee jerk reaction after the GTS injured Brian Kendrick and. It seems like something WB wants to do, you know, once again, this is a multi-million dollar corporation. So when you have things go down that are controversial, well, they're going to avoid everything about that one thing so they can talk about it in a boardroom for two hours and make a decision. So even if that meeting is two months from now, they're just going to avoid it. And that's what they're doing. They're avoiding the GTS until they have a boardroom discussion about it. Um, So. I mean, uh, we may be seeing this down the line with Hideo Itami doing the Rings of Saturn. Maybe he changes that up. Maybe they're doing another move. But it it makes me kind of curious how that all goes down. You know, the Neville thing is what it is. I mean, it's hard for us to sit here and report on it because we have no idea. And it doesn't really matter. There's nothing else coming out of it. So there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of things going on here, a lot of moving parts. We have no idea what's going on. But what's kind of fun to really honestly just kind of chat about it talk about it so that's why we're talking about it and we're not reporting it as fact or anything we're just letting people know mm. kind of kind of a cool question to ask so uh well there's one thing people have been asking about too kind of curious if this is ever going to happen uh laurel vaness we heard not long ago that she was rumored to be maybe hitting up wv uh and joining over with them But for now, that is not going to be the case. Uh, Apparently, she is going to ride her contract out over on Impact Wrestling, which will lead through June of 2018. So she's got a bit longer. Um, But, you know, Paul, I mean, this is something that we we still could see. It's just right now she's going to take a little bit more time on Impact. And I don't know. Fair enough. I think that they've actually wanted to do some things with her. They made champions, champion. So if they made her champion, they actually do want to have something at least positive to do with her.
3: Yeah, for me, uh, uh, well, I originally put this in here because there was a lot of reports saying that she was trying to get out of her contract and that Impact apparently had acquiesced and was going to at least have her come back for the next set of TV taping, so she could drop the title. That apparently no longer no longer appears to be the case anymore. They're going to have her work the rest of her contract, which, you know, is, is they're right and all that. And, and you're right, they just put the belt on her and uh, she revealed... Basically, at that set of tapings, that that's when she wanted out. So maybe, uh, you know, maybe if you're ever planning to quit a job, and this is just good advice in general, make sure you give them notice <laughs> and not like, "Hey, I'm quitting today." By the way,
2: <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: well,
2: yeah, we two weeks notice. notice also works in wrestling. Uh, although you in wrestling, you're also supposed to finish your day Twitter, which maybe more than the two weeks, but mm-hmm. still, my point is. Like Paul said, give them notice. Let them know what's going on. Don't just walk up there and go, "Hey, I'm quitting now." Now, if something crazy happened, then obviously that's something totally different. But, but I just think silly. (laughs) Like, how do you not talk to each other? I know vintage impact. impact. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Also, like we can have a a sound drop for that. Vintage Impact. There you go. They gonna be around long enough for get enough use out of it, or you know, we keep saying that <laughs> <laughs> so many things involving Impact, and they're still there. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, they've got new executives, Paul. So apparently, that's gonna save the day. So
2: we've know. also it's said that many times. <laughs> They had a well, hey, release I mean,
3: today too. They fired the guy who uh, is in charge of ring transportation and putting it all together
1: for him.
0: Okay, oh, well. yeah.
2: <laughs> what? He,
1: he, he must have been American. They probably had a Canadian. They needed a hire
2: <laughs> for that. So, oh boy, it's all about um, that local job market, Gary. I,
1: hey, you know I, I have no problem with it. I have no problem with Canadians. I, I'm a big fan. Uh, I want to learn the accent. I really do. So. A, uh, but I mean, uh, coming out of the, this whole thing too, I want to mention this really quickly. EC three, you know, got his, uh, working on his trademark, so he's going to be EC three, you know, for his workout videos. Plus, you know, if he ever did make his move back to WB, he still could be EC three. So, just, just throw that out there too. The Impact is looking to do something else though, and that is make lockdown a pay per view. That's going to be kind of interesting here. I mean, I, I think lockdown is pretty. Interesting pay-per-view, and uh, it seems to be a staple of theirs. I have no problem with this. I think it's a good move.
3: Yeah, uh, it's another move to try. Uh, Impact wants to do more live shows. They want more live content, all that good stuff. So this is one of those moves. And we, we've seen them try this before going back to 3. This was the one they always try it with. So not necessarily surprised, but it is something to uh, you know keep an eye on. That's your pay-per-view schedule over there. It's going to get a little busier.
2: Yeah, I, I think this is smart for them, right? Because live is kind of the thing. I mean, I don't know if people are going to be watching live, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's still a better idea to have content that's not pre-taped, and you can go get the spoilers and and all that stuff than than having it be live. And even if it's an extra pay per view that maybe not a lot of people buy, it still shows that you're making some kind of progress, which I think is the major point for impact right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm really hoping that things do work out for impact. We joke about them and, you know, make all these cracks. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, all the changes that they're making, the decisions they're making now, I really hope that they do lead to something good. And are positive. Because trust me, we still cover them. So I want to watch a good product on Thursdays. I I don't want to be on here every week just making cracks just because the show was kind of boring or not all that great. I I would love to come on here and say, oh, my God, did you watch this week's impact? Man, I wish Ring of Honor would have done a show like that. I would love to say that. (laughs) I really do want to say that again. So it's happened for, you know, maybe once or twice, but that's not enough. So. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, that pretty much rounds out our quick hits. I know not a ton of them, guys, but, at the, you know, this is, is the holidays. And so the end of the year uh, usually means, well, not a whole lot going on, but we, we gave you the most important things taking place. So there you go. Uh, but now it is time for us to move on. We are going to talk New Year's resolutions for wrestling. That's why. I, so we will be right back with that right after this.
3: Take it away, Gary.
1: Oh, man. Gotta love that. Oh, uh, So, uh, I always get some motivation out of that music. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, let's go ahead. And, I really do. I love that song. I just I had to say that. Uh, no, but coming into this, uh, what we are going to do here tonight as we are going to give our resolutions things we want to see for 2018 in wrestling so each of us pick three things that we want to see this year and we are really hoping that take place so instead of doing our christmas you know we we'll- wish list. We kind of did it for the year, uh, just New Year's resolution thing. So, here we are. Uh, each of us will give one. Uh, so, I'll think I'll just go ahead and start this thing out. So, let's go ahead and give my first one. Uh, the one thing that I want to see in 2018 is for Ring of Honor to make the Women of Honor matter. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is I want to actually see them use them on their Ring of Honor episodes on national TV every week. Every time they are on Sinclair Broadcasting TV, I want to see at least one match or at least once every two weeks, whatever they can do, because they just did a really intelligent move by giving the Women of Honor their own title which is a really good deal. But for it to matter, I feel like they have to be on television. They have to be seen not just on YouTube or not just on Ring of Honor's website. They've got to be on TV. So that's my thought. I really feel like it's got to happen for us to even care and for more people to even care that they even have a title. So, mm-hmm. I
3: mean, it's a, it's a great point. It's something that very much has been on the back burner and sort of, uh, I, uh, like a pet project, I guess, in a way, for Ring of Honor, trying to see if it'll work, if it'll fly. I, I'm right there with you that the whole tournament really does need to be broadcast on television. And if they can't broadcast everything, then they really do need to start pointing you towards, hey, another match took place this week on Women of Honor. Please, you know, go watch it, you know, YouTube, Ring of Honor, whatever. Just make sure that you are getting them on TV every week, or at least they get a segment, because I understand... Not even all the major going feuds on that are going on in the main division, the men's division on Ring of Honor, get TV time every week because they only have an hour. So, so long as they get a segment every week, whether it's a match or a promo or a video package or something to let you know that it is going on, it is happening, that's what needs to happen.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at NXT can do it. ROH uh-huh. should be able to do it too. That's only an hour as well. I mean, it's not that difficult, guys.
1: Yeah. I agree. And here's my thing. You know, I you know I should be more into getting online, getting on YouTube and watching Women of Honor. And I have every way to do it. I, there's no excuse. For, that's my fault. Uh, but I watch Ring of Honor TV every week religiously. And I just kind of feel like it, it's probably my laziness has kept me from really delving into Women of Honor. But I, I think for them to grab people like myself... They've got to at least give segments. They've got to point you in the direction. And they've got to make you care. And I'm not going to care about any of these ladies until they put them in front of me and, and make me care. So, like you said, Sean, NXT does it Why can't ring of honor. So, uh, well, that's mine. But, Paul, what, what's yours? What, what resolution do you have? You know,
3: streaming services have become the thing to have for every promotion, and every single promotion seemingly has one. And we sort of had a bit of a light as far as trying to save your pocketbook some money in Flow Slam, where they were going to try to get as many promotions on board. And Powerbomb TV is doing a great job of this, but there needs to be more. And I understand everybody wants their own piece of the pie, but the more you cut up that pie, the smaller the piece gets. So I need these guys to buddy up and start making some bigger collaborations as far as what gets shown across major streaming platforms and just realize that some money is better than no money. So bigger promotions out there, buddy up. Make friends, handshake, and let's start trying to save some people some money so we can watch you more often.
1: How true is that, Paul? That is so very <laughs> true. And here's another thing. For guys like me, once again, I'm only going by myself, but I, you know, the reason I'm not out there... Grabbing a hold of all this content is just that. I am not going to spend seven ninety nine here, nine ninety nine here, then another eight ninety nine here. I'm just I'm not going to do it. I've got other things in my life that I'm spending money on every monthly. And if you have, you know, a nice giant package full of great wrestling content and I get a flat fee of, you know, $15 a month or something like that, I would consider it because everything that I would want would be right there. I don't have to hop on and log on to this streaming service, log out, log on to the next one. It's about convenience. It's about what we're about these days. And I mean, I just think it would be the best idea they could ever have is to become friends and just say, look, hey, one place one nice rate. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree enough. I mean, the less things that we had. Look, I get it. Everybody needs to have their own streaming service because you kind of need to. Uh, that's why even ROH is now seriously talking about it. Even though whether those talks actually become a thing is something else entirely. But yeah, maybe I think we also got spoiled by Flow Slam in that I think that that's sort of unrealistic. Um, I think Powerbomb's trying, but and they might might actually you know be able to push through, but. These wrestling companies would also have to have partnerships with each other, and I think if you do, maybe you come up with some deal like while that partnership's going on, maybe you get a discount on both of their streaming services or something like that, or you could put them into a package deal or something that you can easily knock off if, say, y'all have a falling out or or whatever. But I, I think it's also hard to. To not say, oh, I want to control my own content with the way that things are in 2017, 2018. That's just kind of how things are. You want to get your own deal or you want to get your own. I mean, look, look, Disney could have just simply kept going with Netflix. But no, nope, they want their own deal because they want to make their own stream of, of money coming right to them. Mm-hmm. Is it going to work? Maybe not. Or maybe it does, but I, I feel like we're just getting more and more streaming services instead of getting less and less. And yeah, like Gary said, this this bubble's going to burst at some point. It's right. going to happen. And everybody's going to hit with their face against the floor going, oh, but I thought this was foolproof. People only have so much money they can spend on things.
0: Mm-hmm
1: yeah it it's true, and you know looking at what you know you're talking about here, I mean sure, I mean there's reasons to go out there and purchase a lot of these different streaming services, but you know the just the issue is there's
2: is also the out. do you have the time to watch yes, all of those things
1: yep, yep, that's another thing, so I mean, you think I think about it, Disney did their thing or going to do their thing, and you know, it's it's. I would probably am probably going to end up probably having to do it for my daughter, but if it wasn't for her, I would never touch it. I
2: wouldn't. I mean, they're doing it even now. We're like they're making you. They're pretty much going to make you pay for ESPN three. Mm-hmm. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Encore Azaleas rebloom in spring, summer, and fall, so you don't have to wait all year for the next big show. More compact, more sun-tolerant, and more cold-hardy. With vibrant bloom colors and sizes to fit your landscape, Encore Azaleas are a must-watch. Ready to add the number one best-selling blooming azalea to your watch list? Select your blooms now at EncoreAzalea.com.
2: But they're going to add more stuff to it. Uh, I mean, thankfully, they're not it looks like they're going to be asking some kind of a reasonable price for it but that that's just the thing how many of these things that used to be free are all of a sudden going to be behind a paywall and you go okay this i'm just done mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not even watching it anymore like the, the you know going to a soccer specific thing that probably only goes to like some people listening the champions league is not going to be behind a paywall except for like four games whenever they have the games compared to everything you could see on tv until mm-hmm. turner got it, and more and more things are happening that way and it's like you know i could just decide not to watch this anymore now <laughs> like y'all get that right
1: so, so so you're telling me i'm gonna have to pay to watch the hot dog eating contest Oh, that sucks. At that's what
2: I point, feel like might. it's gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you will. If you have to play for ESPN three, you probably will.
1: Yeah, uh, that's not going to happen. I can make my own eat, hot dog eating contest at home. So, <laughs> me versus the dog. Who's going to win? <laughs> probably the dog Uh,
3: that's not gary i think is the yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) make sure you take him outside when he starts wanting to let it out (laughs)
1: yeah me too there's a way my wife's let me stay in the house after that uh so but anyway (laughs) sean uh give me one of your resolutions
2: well uh i think for me uh something that I'd like to see a lot less of is can we stop with the scandals in wrestling or more importantly, the, Oh, some couples having a problem and we got a report on it or they're having a dispute and it's not a domestic one. And we feel like we got to spend a week talking about how they got problems and, and all that's like people. I get it that wrestling news sometimes borders on the, this TMZ but you know, can we stop? Can we just not? Can we leave their relationships alone and not feel like we have to report on everything that happens to them, at every moment? And 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 maybe we, you no, know, we don't have to be talking about it because then it all blows up and everybody makes their own opinion. And then it's like, oh well, I kind of feel like anyone we have to give our opinion too. And it's, I just it's something I'd rather just not talk about a lot of times on here.
1: Yeah. I agree because, you know, it's so funny. You know, we'll have a news story on our, you know, Tuesday morning show.
2: Like, how long did we talk about the stupid... And we're sitting Patrol here breaking thing. down this
1: whole controversy. Oh, God. Way too much. Way okay. too much. And then by Friday morning on the next show, it's completely different. or Something's changed, and our opinion has to change because there's no more news. And then again the next week, something... So you're right. It's, it really is annoying and you, you really you know feel like you got to cover these things though because a lot of people care and a lot of people will be emailing us and you know putting it on youtube and everywhere else commenting on it and it's like guys why don't y'all talk about this and we're just like well we didn't want to not a good answer so we do it anyway yeah
3: mm-hmm. this is this is sort of where you run into problems on creating news for something that is essentially fake uh <laughs> This is my problem with wrestling reporting news in general is that some of, so much of it is hearsay and guesswork and that sort of has to be accepted as fact or whenever you finally do have something real like a, you know dating problems or scandals or anything remotely like that that is actually real and has verifiable fact, that's why everybody I think jumps on it because you can point to this as, hey, this happened, we have proof, it's not trying to guess booking plans and who's going to be at this show and and all this other stuff. It's not guesswork. I think that's why so many people sort of jump on this. And, And while it sort of sucks, I think that's really just the only thing newsworthy that news outlets sort of have that are, you know, like wrestling or TMZ or anything like that. Like you can point to it as verifiable fact, not guesswork.
1: Plus we're nosy we are uh, everybody. <laughs> yeah everybody's nosy okay so think I mean everyone well, and everybody
2: cool. has an Instagram and a Twitter and yep. all that stuff so it's like and you got those people that like that's all they do is let me go monitor Paige's Instagram mm-hmm. see what she posted today or all the divas Instagrams that say something just ridiculous and oh wait I saw her with uh, another wrestler that wasn't the one she's dating oh my god something's going on like no, they might just, you know, because they all work together, might just have gone somewhere, and it doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's
1: it's the truth. Uh, it really is. But, I mean, that's just the way. We're about that with celebrities, and we're about that with just our family and friends. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I'll be just be scrolling through Facebook and see something happen to someone I don't talk to a lot, one of my cousins or someone I just don't chat with all the time. but. I know a lot about their lives because I'm on Facebook and this is the way it works out. And I try to put my dirty laundry on Facebook as much as possible. So you know, <laughs> I I try to get hits, it doesn't always work out the best way. So I'll have to get Paul to book my Facebook page better. Oh I didn't uh, but mine, anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God! I I need to, to to probably lay off Facebook and hit Twitter up or something. But uh, well, yeah, this is the way the world works now. Controversy means cash, and that's sadly why a lot of times we come on this show and all the other podcasts out there that do wrestling talk about the controversy because it, people come looking for it. So, uh, well, you know, I've got another you know resolution that I really want to see happen this year in 2018, and, and maybe it's just one because I'm such a big fan, but. I want to see more Pete Dunne. I don't feel like I get enough of Pete Dunne in my weekly viewing of wrestling, even my monthly viewing. I really feel like every great right now and again I'll get a Pete Dunne match and it's always fun, it's always a blast. And then he disappears for 2 months and then maybe I get another appearance. I really feel like guys like Pete Dunne and there's a few other guys I can even mention but I'm just going to focus on him because he's one of the guys I'll take over all the rest of him I think that what he's doing right now even though he's still young he, he's just doing some great things and he's providing some great uh, you know entertainment for the WWE fans that he needs to be showcased more, whether that's going ahead and working out that UK show so we can see it and finally get all the great UK guys that are out there or just having P. Dunn be a regular member of the SmackDown or Raw rosters. I don't care what it is. I just feel, or even NXT, Hey, put him on NXT. I don't care. I just got to have more Pete Dunn and I don't think that we're getting enough of it. So hopefully 2018 means more of that for me, Paul.
3: Uh, I mean, if you listen to me and Gary do the NXT review and you've downloaded like half the episodes this month from December, you've, uh, you've probably heard me and Gary wax poetical about Pete Dunne. <laughs> the, I I don't know what more WWE really needs to see from this guy because he already feels so must see. And, and part of that, as, as we've talked about before, I feel like is because we don't get to see him all that often on WWE television and sure. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys are out there, you know, go watch the UK scene over there, watch some of those indie promotions, he's great there too, blah blah blah, you're right, it's true, we could do that, but when you look at WWE and you want, you know, big characters and great wrestlers and people who are the total package, I don't, you really don't need to look much further than Pete Dunne right now, who I would argue is one of the top five best wrestlers in the world right now, the dude is terrific, so just, uh, Sign this guy somewhere and put him on our TV screen more often. I, too, would be more appreciative, Gary.
2: Yeah, I, w- I would love to see him a lot more often because every time you see him wrestle, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in WWE this year, you could say that he's one of the best wrestlers from WWE this year, and he's only rest You know, the limited amount of times he has, it's still better than what you've seen from a lot of the roster. So... I mean, you can argue that he has a lot more to prove and has a reason for doing it and everything else, but yeah, the dude needs to be on TV more. He's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, and the thing about it is, is I mean, there's so many things that this guy can do, and of course, some storylines that he can really help build if they just allow him that opportunity. We'll see, but once again, if they don't want to put him on just regular WWE television, I'm okay with that. But just putting on something, even if you have to create that UK show this year, it's just something just has to break where I get more Pete done. Um, I, I just would suggest putting in him in a match with Bill Goldberg. I'm just throwing that out there because if he really is William Regal reincarnated, that could cause some problems. <laughs> so just. Throwing that out there, warning Vince before he decides to have that great idea. So, I,
3: I would uh, pay a lot of money still to watch Pete Dunne wrestle Bill Goldberg. Just saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would too, just as long as no mule kicks. So, Oh, boy. Uh, well, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, get into your next one, Paul. What do you got for us? So, you know, we, we keep talking about
3: this since it's been announced, but the all-in show that Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are planning on running sometime next year, uh, one of the reasons we keep talking about it is because I, uh, I usually put together the news nowadays and I'm really into this idea of the show. But two, this, this show, I think, is a big deal in the fact that if it does draw 10,000, or even if it draws three quarters, even if it draws 7,000, Something that big outside of the WWE going down is a big deal and something to pay attention to. It may or may not do a lot of other things for wrestling here in the States outside of the WWE, and that it shows that there is enough of a market outside of WWE here in the States to run a show in a bigger arena and have it be a success. So I think All In needs to succeed next year. Not, not not a fun lark like Cody and the Young Bucks keep thinking that out to be. I think it needs to succeed. Now, whatever their definition of success is, whether it is the sellout or not, I don't know if that is necessarily the definition of success. I think it's 7,000 to 7,500 doing the job would be a success to me. Either way, in that neighborhood, this show needs to succeed.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think what Paul said is immensely important, just because you know New Japan's doing the thing where they're coming over here, mm-hmm. trying to build this thing for the U.S. You know, Cody and and Young Bucks and ROH are trying to prove that there is an alternative out there. I think the way that you can prove that there is one is by going out and and making this, you know, selling it out or getting really close to the sellout. Because it, it'll, I think it'll get the, you know, things rolling in and, and Vince's head or Triple H's head and say, okay, got to pay. Not that Triple H doesn't pay attention. We've seen the NXT running against our ways many times. Uh, but that, hey, this is a serious thing. People are going to these th- this show. It's a big deal for them. And... And it needs to to be taken seriously, and and they should take it more seriously than than they are because this could could be another landmark thing for wrestling outside of WWE being popular.
1: Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you guys, and I think for Vince McMahon or any other promotions to really take this seriously. There has to be a big mark. It has to make the money. It has to mean something. And I think it being successful could really make people start to kind of take a look at what's going on in wrestling. And I think that it really could showcase that, hey, you know, as much as these storylines and as much as the bookers are getting things going on in different promotions, these people in the ring, these stars do matter. And people are going to come see them. And if you just get them to, to, you know, be involved and to see the value. And I, I think once again, like you guys are saying for independent wrestling, for just people to take it more serious, you've got to have success here. And I think they can do it. I really, really do. I think they're building a great group of guys that they've already kind of planned to be there at those shows, but they could do a lot more. They still can. They, they have a lot of opportunities to do a lot more and, and grab more stars and just really try to make this thing big. And once they do that, it could really make people like New Japan and WWE really take heat on what's going on. So I, I hope it succeeds, too. Sean, uh, what? You, I know you have another one for us. What do you got here?
2: You know, he's got so close a couple of times uh, in New Japan already. In 2017, on on achieving a goal, I'd love to see Juice Robinson finally win a championship, a singles championship in, uh, you know, New Japan. Look, a six man thing is cool, whatever, you know. But that title isn't uh, anything serious. We know that. Win the never title or win the IC title, get that get that moment for for Juice being. The great talent that he's been able to become in New Japan, I'd I just love to see it. I don't know that it's going to happen anytime soon, but it'd be amazing if uh, he got that, that chance.
3: Ah, boy. This year has been great for Juice Robinson. Certainly one of the big breakout stars, not only for that company, but I think in wrestling in general, even though he already had a lot of name value coming into His whole experience of being a young lion in New Japan out of NXT and and the the list goes on and on. But this year was really about establishing Juice Robinson as a contender. And he challenged for all three, three out of four of the major singles championships in New Japan uh, and had great matches every time. So there certainly is something there for the guy. I certainly do think he could be a champion for them. I don't... I don't know if it's going to be as soon as next year because New Japan kind of moves slow on some of these guys at times just to make sure they're really ready. But I don't think it'd be out of the realm of possibility for him to win the NEVER title. I, I think that certainly is within the grasp of him next year, uh, unless they think he can be the face of the U.S. You know, sort of expansion outside of Kenny Omega, in which case he could win that too.
1: Juice Robinson has been a big storyline. He has been a a guy that has gotten a lot of focus and like, Paul's had lots of opportunities. He's a guy that really has potential to to just something special and be something but it it just depends on how they use it. I would love to see him win that title. I'm right there with Sean. I, I could be great. Whatever title it is, as long as he has some gold, at least he can establish himself and say look i i have come so far look how far i've come and not only that prove himself with a new japan uh, organization and fans all the way around i i respect the guy a lot he he just totally did something i really never saw coming i never thought that we'd ever see cj parker be anything and all of a sudden juice robinson is just completely different a man remade and reborn and i love it i i really want him to succeed so it would be awesome in 2018. But, hey, if it takes longer, I'm okay with it. But, man, 2018 would be a great year if he could do something special like getting a title. So, uh, well, I have one last one myself here. Uh, so, I'll throw this one out there. And this one may I, I maybe my weakest one. But I, it's something I really felt like as I thought about some of the resolutions. I want to see one of these underdogs. Do something, and I want to see him maybe build his career and and get it even bigger than he really ever has ever had the opportunity to do it. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I want Ty Dillinger this year to win the U.S. Championship. And yes, that's maybe not the biggest thing, maybe not the hugest mark, but I, I think that he needs some momentum. And I feel like that would be enough momentum, maybe for people to look at him, maybe even the the people backstage, just to to pay attention to this guy and see what he's got to offer. I think Ty Dillinger, he's not getting any younger, and he's got a lot of talent. I just want to see him do something special this year. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. What do you think, Sean? Do you think Ty Dillinger getting a title would get him some some focus?
2: I'm angry that he's already been eliminated from the U.S. title tournament. So, <laughs> yes, of course. Especially for that bum Jinder Mahal. But, oh. uh, uh, you know, I, I, he, I don't know what, what, what he did to someone to, like, go off the the deep end. I think we talked about this could happen for him, but. That you know, maybe the ten thing was going to be too over for them to do it, but here we are. We just ruined something that could have been great. <sighs> just, Ty Dillinger has a he has a great gimmick, a personality that works with that gimmick. You let him talk on the microphone. I think it works too. Just he has what you want, and he's a good wrestler. I mean, I don't I don't get this. Like he deserves to to, to get more from WWE, and, and he doesn't. And a U.S. title would be great.
3: This speaks to a problem that has been existent in WWE since NXT became a big deal, and that's these guys getting all this momentum, all this attention in NXT, and they come up to the main roster and they just do nothing. Uh, Sometimes it's the character, sometimes it's the booking, more often it's the booking, but... I mean, th- this Ty Dillinger looked like such an easy mid-carder to come out and make into somebody who you could rely upon anywhere on your show and the fans would be interested, and they have done jack-nothing with him. Uh, and that, that is super upsetting for somebody who works so hard and has tried to reinvent himself so many times to make it in, in not only WWE but just in wrestling in general. He's been around for a long time, and I... I think he would be a dynamite US champion. They really do need to get this guy some momentum though. I don't know if winning the championship is what'll do it, but just just getting him on a roll and using him more often and you know, arenas used to not be able to stop chanting ten. Now you don't hear it anymore. That's a problem.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's a big problem. And I love this guy so very much and it's so funny because you hear There are many, many wrestlers out there, especially the guys that have worked with this guy, whether it be on the independent circuit or in NXT. But wherever he works with somebody, those people walk away saying, "Wow, why isn't this guy bigger than he is? Why are they not making him the talent and really making him the guy that moves to that next level?" And for his peers to say that about him, there's got to be something that they're missing, and. Honestly, I think there's a lot we're missing. We're not going to see the full potential of Ty Dillinger either Mm -hmm. because they're kind of holding him back a little bit, and that just just really makes me sad. So hopefully this year he'll get that opportunity. That's my biggest hope and my biggest wish uh, for a guy that really deserves it. What what do you got? What's your last one you have here, Paul?
3: Uh, So we already know that New Japan is going to run Strong Style Evolved in April this year over here stateside. They need to do more than that. I think they should run another show in the fall again, whether it's another G1 special or not. doesn't really matter. Somewhere along that calendar year of 2018, New Japan should run the U.S. more than once. If they are serious about U.S. expansion, they have to get the ball rolling. And even though there's talks of the Dojo opening next year and you have the, the Strong Style Evolve show, I think you come back here twice, maybe three times, and obviously you keep pairing up with Ring of Honor to do tours That's the next step for New
1: Japan. That's what they need to do. Oh, man. I'm right there with you. That needs to happen. In fact, I will help them right now. So I think, you know, give it six months, whatever you got to do between that big show in California and move just a little bit further east and I think Dallas, Texas, G1 night or something. They've got to do something like that because I want to be there. Book it. (laughs) And I'm lazy. I don't want to travel, but... They need to book it now. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a thing. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm sh- sure Sean, you're probably saying Florida. You're probably saying, "Come on, come out even further east."
2: <laughs> so, yes, please do. That would be great. Sorry, Anaya so, I mean, keeps I mean, uh, I- being loud, so I have to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's okay. I get you. No, I mean, I mean you're probably right there with. With Paul on this Sean because I mean it's so interesting that you know they're only doing the one show for New Japan in the US but I mean multiple shows I mean that I I feel like would be a big help for New Japan and making their mark even stronger in the US
2: yeah I think as long as the thing is I I know they want to grow Long Beach or or Mm -hmm. whatever and I think that's fine I think you I think as long as you make them like six months apart Something like that. I think you're good. People will go to the first one, and by the time they're ready for it again, you have that whole arena ready for people to want to come in and, and fill it up. And maybe go to a bigger arena so you can get more people there, too. Uh, you don't have to go to these 2,000-seat ones or whatever. Uh, I mean, if you feel like that's all you're going to sell, then that's fine. But I feel like they can get more if they wanted to.
1: hmm Yeah, I think it also depends on how much they come. Like, if they come, you know, they were coming four or five times, maybe it's smarter to stay in a small arena. That way you could have people still dying to get there. You know, kind of like we we see with uh, the uh, PWG right? I mean, people are can't get a ticket to some of those shows because, well, they sell out so quick, they don't sell uh, very many of those tickets. And so for New Japan to, to do big arenas, maybe they'd be afraid that you know they'd have to come a fewer times to make their money. But I, I just think that them being in the U.S. and actually being here more than once a year would make a difference. And I think People would really buy into it. And I think you should probably see, you know, more people make an effort to go. I really, really do. So it's really interesting. I I, want to see that happen. Sean, what do you got on us? What's your last one?
2: Well, this seems very appropriate because of what's going on right now with him being the most over act in the company. But look, now is the time, though, to be you went and wasted our time. With Jinder Mahal for how long? Rusev, Rusev needs to be your big time champion for a long t- for for an extended period. Let everybody soak in Rusev Day. Let it become a real celebration every day because he is your champion. We need this. We need this. Please, please let it happen.
3: Uh, I'm all about Rusev as uh, as WWE champion. I'm all about that. L- the day he wins the title will forever be known as Rusev Day. Uh, and you can keep dragging it out as long as you want. But I just... This guy has gotten naturally over three different times now. And they have, you know, put the kibosh on it twice. Well, He's on his third time. Just just run with it, guys. It's It's not hard to get people over if the crowd is into him. And I understand... That there is a mentality in WWE where if you're not over on their time, it is not correct. That That is unequivocally false. If he's going to make you money now, you put him in the spot to make him money. So WWE, maybe that should be on this list too. WWE pulls their head out of their ass in 2018.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what's so dumb is that they want to be everything on social media, right? They want to be like, they, they celebrate when they get so many subscribers. What happens on social media? Things become big out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And what do people usually do when that happens? They go with it. They see how far they can take it. Why aren't you doing that, WWE? You don't pay attention to your own storylines past like a week. So what does it matter? I mean, mean, strike while the iron is is hot. And with Rusev, it's like burning. Like, I mean, you touch it and, and you're... You, you know if you don't have a, a third degree burn there's something going on like you have to, you have to go with this with Rusev. it's just, it, you are wasting money you're you're wasting it.
1: I I totally agree and you you guys are, are right on cue and all of the things you're And this saying is
2: not there. a smart thing either this seems to be a general audience thing
1: Mhm Oh, yeah, you're completely right. I mean, it doesn't matter what town you go to, you hear the crowds. I mean, they could be in smaller towns and you still hear the crowd go crazy for Rusev Day. And then you could be in Chicago and hear the nutty crowd, you know, going just wild for Rusev Day. Everywhere there is a reaction. Mm-hmm. And people naturally, like you guys are saying, care about Rusev. They want to see him do something. They They, they like the gimmick. They like everything that's going on here. And I love the fact that we're actually getting some natural love from the crowd for a guy that, I mean, to me at first, I wasn't sure was going to get that. And now, I mean, it's obvious he's a great talent and he's a lot of fun. And I just think about the guys that, you know, in the past they've, Pushed along and the guys they liked. I mean, it would be funny if you know the Rock went out there and did the eyebrow and all that. And the next week they tell him, "Well, you're only going to get you know a couple minutes, and then or you're going to get squashed." Of course, people would have been liking, but they would not have been able to like him to the extreme that they got to like him for the fact that WB said, "Okay, you like him, let's go." Well, WB's not doing that with Rusev just yet. Let's 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 hope they do. Uh, they need to allow this to work and allow it to happen. Um, I, and once again, it almost feels like there's someone backstage who's jealous of Rusev or just doesn't want to see Rusev do well, so they're putting the kibosh on it. And I hate that. I mean, come on. So, um, But, yes, I'm with you guys. Once he wins that title, it's going to be Rusev Day in a major way, especially on this podcast. We're I mean, going to every be, day
2: is Rusev Day already, but we're talking about, you
1: Parades. Know. Parades,
2: yes. national
3: holidays, kids not going to school.
2: I mean, the Browns think they're having a killer parade for going Mm 0-16. You wait for Rusev Day.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy, yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, boy. So, yeah. Uh, We'll uh, have to uh, really get behind this. Only in
2: this country do we go and celebrate people being losers. Yeah. It's like, let's have a parade because the team went 0-16. All right.
1: How many first-round overall draft picks can you get? So number one fifty. Yeah. They're going to try <laughs> to figure it out. <laughs> uh, oh boy, that was sad. So so sad. Poor Jerry the King Lawler. But anyway. Uh, well, you know, uh, that pretty much I think rounds us out uh, for our New Year's resolutions. We have some really interesting ones here, and I I really hope all of them come true. I really do. I think all of us had some valid things here. And I think a lot of the people listening probably back us up. And, and if you don't back us up, let us know. Hit us up. Hit us up on whatever you're listening to. If you're listening on YouTube, leave a comment. If you're on, a, you know, listening to us through the website or even on Spreaker or any other place, uh, just leave a comment. Hit us up. You know, And uh, we want to hear your feedback and what you think. And if you have some ideas on some things you want to see happen in 2018, let us know that too. Hey, we may even... Use some of those next week. We'll maybe mention some of the things you guys want to see happen. I'd love to kind of talk about that maybe on Monday or Thursday this week. So hey, yeah, just do us that favor. Let us know what you think. Uh, but there's only one thing left for us to do on this show, and that is crown a Superstar of the Week. So we will be doing that next.
3: Superstar of the Week. Well, the sound bit messed up, but take it away, Gary
1: all right yeah don't you love technology it's so beautiful sometimes it just does not do us any favors uh all right well we're going to start this thing out by giving a single point over to someone who is really you know i think uh worth giving it to because he entertains us and even though we may not have a big match this week i just think it's it's over the top and it's got to be mentioned so one point goes to woken matt hardy
3: You know, if you listen to me and Gary over there on the Raw review, I purposely put talking about Matt Hardy till the end because he's by far my favorite thing to talk about on that show right now. So uh, for however long he stays woke, he'll stay last on the Raw show. And for that and his work this week with uh, finally being in front of a live crowd and getting to cut that promo and, and the attack on Bray and everything, it got him a point. Matt Hardy, stay awesome.
1: Uh, exactly, and I'll just say this too, just coming out in that, that, that costume, I just love that that, that outfit that he wears, uh, and I love the fact that the only thing he had to say to Bray Wyatt this week in the ring was, yeah, that's amazing. I mean, if you can get over by doing that, you are amazing. I feel like we okay, would be two,
3: remiss too to not mention he's got his piano theme now at, at live shows. Yes. Yeah.
1: It sounds like a lot of just like the end. Um, I can't wait till they actually put it on and just let us hear the music without the crowd behind it and all that. But yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm so, so happy that happened as well. Two points are going to go to Kevin Owens this week, Paul.
3: Yeah, Kevin Owens uh, beats AJ Styles over there on SmackDown despite having some help from his good buddy Sami Zayn. But you got to think that puts him in the picture to, to maybe have a match with AJ come Rumble time again. I It was a good match, too. I can't say I didn't enjoy it, even though there's a larger story being told between all those guys. Um, it still nets Kevin Owens two points this week.
1: Yeah. You're right. And, you know, once again, I mean, uh, Kevin Owens just doing a bang up job despite the fact that there's more to that story than just him. Mm-hmm. Uh, three points are going to be given to Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin.
3: Yeah, they, they win the number one contendership this week on SmackDown. And a absolutely bang-up uh, multi-person tag match with, uh, with the New Day. And, of course, uh, oh, I'm blanking on the others already. Good Lord. Anyways. Oh, you're talking
1: New Day? And all? Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about.
3: I- I'm forgetting the rest of the participants. But it doesn't matter because Gable and Benjamin won. All out action. And I, they're just a really fun team to watch in the ring. It took them a little while. But I think they're finally starting to gel and find their way together, which is, which is great
1: yeah definitely and i think the other guys were rusev and aiden english and there was another one right oh oh, now i see now now you got me going here because now i can't remember either uh but anyway i guess it's not that important (laughs) (laughs) we watched the match i promise i did Uh, it was a great match (laughs) uh, yeah i just it escapes me that was tuesday i've slept kind of since then uh so uh, moving on two points are going to another tag team but this one got gold that's right seth rollins and jason jordan
3: uh and by two points gary you mean four points um, oh, four points i am so sorry <laughs> yes four points i am going out. To, told you i slept a little bit what a what a surprising move in the main event this week on uh raw which apparently according to news sites it might have been finn balor uh but they changed their minds at the last minute to jason jordan teaming up with Seth Rollins here. So honestly, as much as I love Finn, I think they made the right choice because this works so much better in story. But I, I actually really enjoyed this surprise victory. I think the pairing is interesting and you know, it keeps the entry going with Jason Jordan in that. D- does he keep being the same guy now that he's found a little bit of success or is he still going to be that same guy who was working on that heel turn all those months ago? And of course, Seth Rollins remains as great as he's been since forever. So hats off to yeah. those guys.
1: Uh, definitely. And you, you got to be happy for him, even though it's a weird pairing. It's the odd couple. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is. And, and Finn, you're, you've always got gold in my heart. So, yeah, just keep it up. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. And I would prefer you in the shield over Jason Jordan for sure. So. <laughs> Uh, five points and our superstar of the week is someone that uh, is close to our hearts, Johnny Wrestling. That's right, Johnny Gargano.
3: Boy, what what a match this week in the main event of NXT! If you guys haven't watched it yet, go do so. the The Fatal Four Way number one contendership match was just a car crash from the beginning all the way to the end. Johnny Gargano pulling up the surprising win, even beating Alistair Black, who had uh, not yet lost to that point. Uh, despite some some shaky uh, interference there from the Undisputed Era costing the match. This sets the table for a very intriguing three to four months to come for NXT. Because if Gargano wins that title, everybody's going to be looking for Ciampa to come out and ruin his day.
1: And, and it's once again i mentioned this on nxt but uh it'd be a day that would make me so happy even though i should be chanting for gargano and i love gargano and i'm glad for what he's doing but i'm a Champa fan. so
3: we gotta get that hashtag aroused as a drop
1: <laughs> yeah that we should every time I'm champ name hashtag aroused hashtag, hashtag, hashtag aroused, aroused yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, once again, I mean, uh, Johnny Gargano definitely deserves the five points, and he is our superstar of the week. So there you go. Uh, We also got to mention this is the end of December. So we got our match of the month and, of course, our superstar of the month. And Gargano does win our superstar of the month, too, Paul.
3: I mean, not only was this week great, but that match he had with Cassius Ono earlier in the month was terrific. Uh, I mean, if you go further back, really, this last quarter has been all about Johnny Gargano uh, as far as great matches go. Almas, um, geez, uh, Pete Dunne, and now these two in the span of a month. Uh, the dude has just been hot fire, and somebody... I, I mean, Gargano is just terrific, so I, I, it couldn't have happened to a better person.
1: I agree. I, I just love his work and everything he's doing. Uh we got a couple of other guys that uh we gotta give some love to and their work and of course they get the match of the month and that is Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. Boy, what a match that they put on.
3: Dear sweet Lord. Uh twelve twenty seventeen is when the match aired over on NXT television. I I mean these guys if it I said it there, I'm gonna say it here. If it wasn't for Omega and Okada putting on the trilogy that they did this year, Bate and Dunn might be in the conversation for having the best matches this year, bar none. I mean, these guys are incredible, and they, they keep doing it every single time. It's just, you know, it's not at that other level that these guys are at that I just mentioned. But I, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate are just so good. This match is so good. If you haven't seen it yet, do yourself a favor. Find yourself half an hour. Sit down. Watch this bad boy. And just enjoy.
1: Exactly. And, uh, you know, it it just it amazes me that these two guys, they are just money every time they get in the ring. It just it it doesn't matter. So I'm really happy with their effort. you know, and once again, I mean, it's really cool uh, to see these guys.
3: How
2: old are they again? Imagine how many years they can do that.
3: Dunn is 24. I think Tyler Bate is 22, 21, 22, something like that.
2: When he started he was like nineteen, right? When they did the
3: he might still only just be twenty.
2: Either way, think about that. At twenty and twenty four what you're doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're being like right there with the the Okadas and Omegas of the world. That's that's amazing. Think about when you're older and and how you have more experience and like these guys can be doing that for ten years or more.
3: Yeah. Twenty. Tyler Bates still twenty. I have aged him in my mind. (laughs) Wow. He
2: wrestles like he should be older, right? It's incredible. So that's fine.
1: You would have thought that the guy had 20 years of experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's amazing uh, for what we're getting out of those young superstars. And that's why I was crying for more. Uh, so, let's hope that we do get more in 2018. And talking about 2018, guys, that's right. The next episode of Wrestling to the Max will take place in 2018. So, yes, you have to wait till next year, which is Monday. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to have a really great time on that episode. You're not going to want to miss episode 280. That's right. That is the day that we are going to be doing our awards show. Uh, We'll be jumping into some other stuff like Ring of Honor, of course, still on that show. Crystal
2: Kingdom preview.
1: Yes, thank you, Sean. Wrestle Kingdom Preview is going to be a big deal. I can't wait to break that thing down. So we've got a big one for you, and the awards will be sprinkled in that show. Really fun. Uh, of course, that means that you guys get to find who got the match of the year and who got to be superstar of the year. We'll be calculating all those points, getting everything together. It's going to be really fun for us to also get into some of the other categories we have planned for you guys. So look forward to that and just a big episode overall. It's 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 going to be a blast, and hopefully, uh, you know, we're all here together, and, you know, hopefully I made it through New Year's uh, completely safe and not in a drunken stupor. So, uh, (laughs) if that happens, we'll just call it, you know, Margarita Monday or something. uh, But anyway... Uh, well, you know, once again, uh, we appreciate you all for joining us tonight. Uh, of course, you know, hey, if you don't know about it, you know about it now because I'm going to tell you W2Mnet.com. Uh that is the place where you go get all our great shows, this one and a lot of the other great wrestling podcasts, plus a lot more. You're not going to want to miss a minute of the action over there. Also, subscribe, rate, and review over at Wrestling at the Max or the w 2 Network, whatever suits your fancy. Just go do that now if you haven't already. And make sure you give some love to 411mania.com and lastworldprowrestling.com. Both great supporters of ours, and we want you to support them as well. Yeah, and, and so pretty much that, I think that wraps up this episode. Uh, this will complete our episodes for 2017. But until we catch you guys next year, I am Gary Vaughn. He is Paul Leeser, and he is Sean Garmer. And we will catch you guys later on. Until then, if you're not living life to the max. Not living
2: life at all. You know it
1: the previous podcast is a 2 w2mnet.com original podcast for more great content like this Go to W2Mnet.com for the worlds of wrestling, video games, entertainment, and sports.